Hello, hello. Oh, hey. Hello? Oh, yeah. Got good goggly dam. Now we're good here. Good goggly dam is right. We're back. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we were from the start there. Uh, we did uh, with the Rolling Stones, Parachute Woman. Um, what, uh, my favorite album of theirs. Uh, Beggar's Banquet. Beggar's Banquet. Uh, Bob Dylan, who I'm not the biggest fan of, to be honest, but man, this is my favorite album of his. And uh, yeah, it's all right, Ma, I'm only bleeding. Um, I know it mostly from the uh, the, the soundtrack to... Um, uh, what was it that uh, Easy Rider? Yeah, but a great song, a great song. <coughs> then we did um, Tony Bennett, um, Love for Sale, which is a a 1957 really accolade uh, uh, for, for you know sex positive um, <laughs> hookers. <laughs> it, it was about hookers, yeah, it was about hookers, and uh, yeah, it was. Imagine that. We did a Spencer Davis, right? Yeah, we finished that off with Spencer on, Davis. On on the green light. On the green light. Which is uh, actually a um, it was written by turns out Steve Winwood. Really? Yeah, it's a Steve Winwood song. Awesome. I, I met him once at a salad bar too, but I, I mostly tell it as a Tom Petty story. <laughs> right. Um, then we did a. Uh, that was it. That was it? Okay. Yeah, in the background now we have some uh, Japanese koto music. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, Michio Magako. Awesome. I, I'm sure I'm butchering that name. But no, this is a 1951 uh, recording of uh, on Victoria Records of Michio. Michio. Magata. Magata? I, 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 I'm sure I'm butchering his name. But man, he's playing the Kyoto, the, the the Japanese banjo. Yeah, over there, gotta love you know? that. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, and now we're uh, we're gonna move on. We're running out of time here, so we're moving on to clock is ticking. It is to some Janis Joplin with "Move Over." Another really great record we got in fucking mint condition. Yeah.
Hello, hello. Well, hello and goodbye, I guess. Uh, we'll yeah, see that went so fast. Day. I know, I know. Two hours just goes by so fucking fast. Yeah. So we started that set over with Janis Joplin doing Move Over. From there, we went to The Animals, Send You Back to Walker. From there, Donovan with Sunshine Superman. And right now, we're taking you out with The Residents with uh, Hello Skinny. Yes. Yes, it's Hello Skinny and the song after that. But um, we'll see you here next week, or you'll hear us here next week, or who knows what's going to happen yeah. in this day and age. Next week, we're teaming up with our neighbor, uh, Sean from Bug House. Oh, Square, our neighbor, yeah, yeah. And we're doing a four-hour set from 6 to 10. We're, we're combining our two, our two yes. blocks. And we're doing instrumental songs. Yeah. So that should be a good time. No words. No, no words. words. I mean, we'll, 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 I'll be jammering and yabber jabbering and here in between. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, no words. No words in the music anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, should be a good time. And we'll let the residents take us out. Thanks for hanging out with us. W-A-F-L-M-O-T-Y-T. 
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L. You have to do it fast. Okay, all right, pass. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. We got to go back to the first one. Oh, God, okay. You don't know what OCD is all about. All right, let's do the first one. Right? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Do it again. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. 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 Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I, I'm Mike's friend who wrote this song, you know. You should follow me on Twitter. It's 11 underscores. W-A-F-L-M-I. Wow, Carl. Carl. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm not editing that out. I didn't say don't keep it. I'm keeping every, it. Every breath I take is precious. Uh, <laughs> welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We say the acronym up front because if you want to subscribe to our podcast, write it down. A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, that stands for Let's Watch, a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Oh, Carl. Hey, Mike. Back again, back again, ready to watch a pretty good film, I guess. A pretty good film, I guess. As you can tell from the full explanation of our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and usually we select a film that maybe you would need some company to watch this movie with. Maybe it helps to watch this movie in a group. So we want you to watch a movie on YouTube and listen to this broadcast at the same time. And I do say broadcast, Carl. Yeah, not it's only are we a podcast, mm-hmm. we are on mutinyradio.fm oh. where you can hear us first Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 5 o'clock. What do you do at five o'clock on Sunday? Like you finally get back to church, right? Right. You're finally back from church and it's time to just chill out and read the Bible. And you can cheat by watching a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Well, that's the great thing. I actually have a hollowed out Bible where I keep my phone and my earbuds. And uh, I listen to (laughs) muniradio.fm 
And uh, I also keep a flask in there. And I put it in my uh, coat pocket. And then when people shoot me, it protects it. I could not only listen to the show, but it, yeah. It's the movie. So, uh, yeah, it's all perfect. Uni Radio has some great stuff. There is the comedy. Uh, there was the uh, comedy Uni Radio 6th Annual Comedy Festival. And uh, that's all archived. And it's all available on muniradio.fm. So why don't you support muniradio.fm? Go over to Venmo and throw in some money at Mutiny Radio. Uh, Carl, uh, you could go to, this, to the station and just hit donate. And I think there's a PayPal or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's, or just give us a call. Yeah. We'll... Do it. Yes. Yeah. Money. I'll, I'll, you know what? Give us a call. 415-550-0511. And uh, actually, I don't remember if that's the number or not. Uh, it's a little messy here at the studio. So let's continue with the show. So we watch, uh, we are, we broadcast, we stream every Sunday here on Mini Radio. We are also a podcast with our acronym, and we have a YouTube channel by our acronym. We have a Facebook channel by our full name, uh, and we like to watch movies. Yeah, usually these are movies that I read about, uh, and but you just don't have YouTube. You just can't say type it in and see if it's there. And uh, this movie I saw on a plane, Carl. I'll mm-hmm. say flat up, the '80s. I saw it on a plane. And I I remembered half the movie, <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see this movie again because according to the trailer, I missed a lot of this yeah, movie. Yeah, a lot. Uh, of so, uh, all, right. all right, so sounds good. So Carl, what is the movie this week? I should say. Okay, we are going to watch Limit Up, Limit Up 1989. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Limit Up 1989, and the channel we like is the director of this film, Richard Martini. Oh, very uh, gracious from the director okay. himself, Richard Martini. Martini Zone. He worked on Salt. <laughs> I'll tell you all about him. All right. Oh well, yeah, I, we have a hour and a half to enjoy. A movie I watched on an airplane. I think there was smoking a lot on the plane. Maybe? Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Well, you know, the great thing about smoking on a plane is that it only stays the smoke on the first uh, 15 minutes. Uh, the first 15 seats, uh, I should say. Also, the first 15 minutes, it mysteriously disappears, especially during international flights. But oh, <laughs> I miss it. So we'll, have, we'll talk about airplane movies later. Yeah. You know what my brother Adam Spiegelman always says uh, of the podcast, Proudly Resents. Proudly Resents. Uh, he would always say that movie was so bad, I saw it on an airplane and I walked halfway through. <laughs> I hope he had a shoot. Clearly he did. Oh, clearly he did. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, here's the idea. We want you to type in Limit Up 1989. Uh, you may find it. Uh, the full title is actually Limit Up, Richard Martini Director's Cut, and it's yeah. on Mr. Martini's own YouTube channel. That's Richard Martini, Martini Zone. And yes, Martini Zone is one word. God bless. And this, uh, he posted this ten, oh, almost 10 years ago. 10 years ago. How's that for Matt? And uh, we're very excited to watch this. So we want you to click the link, get to it. It may be an ad. Don't worry about it. Let the ad play. Then once you get to the meat of it, hit pause and move the, the timer to zero, zero, zero and wait. And speaking of waiting, don't worry about it. Carl has so, he's the pulse. How about this, Carl? The pulse of comedy today. 
And oh, no. uh, so he knows all the celebrity comedians. And uh, we'd like to do a countdown before our actual movie. And what better way to do it but with a celebrity comedian? I countdown. So, Carl, uh, uh, I'm very excited. I, I don't know who is going to do the countdown, so I'm excited to listen to this as well. Carl, yeah. take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chris Park. Welcome, Chris. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you, everybody. So you are a Jersey comedian. Do you think that's fair to say to call you a Jersey guy? Oh, yeah, totally. 100% born and raised and stuck in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's worse places to be stuck. Uh, not. Oh many. yeah, imagine being imagine being a comedian stuck in like South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's your audience? Right. So <laughs> now, aside from being a comedian, one of the things that impresses me out about you is you've branched out into larger endeavors. Uh, you do a lot of video work, right, on your own as a videographer, and also working for Blazos Comedy and Arts Network. Uh, how'd you get started with Blazo? With Blazo, I met Bo um, Bo Blaze, the 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 infamous Bo Blaze. Yeah, I met him several years ago. I uh, was looking for a I was I was just looking for a job on Craigslist, you know, looking under job ads, under um, uh, communicate like you know uh, media production stuff like that. Right, and uh, he had put an ad out looking just for help with a show that he was working on a while ago, and. Um, I replied, and ever since, you know, it's just been by his side, you know, working on new, pro going, hopping from new project to new project, trying to find something that uh, that works, you know? Now, I've seen this content. Sometimes it's like recording an open mic with a fancy backdrop, like at uh, in Lyndhurst. Uh, yes. Other times, uh, it's sketches. I was involved in one, a Santa one. Yeah, right. Yep. We're going back to the pandemic there. Yeah, confessions of a mall Santa. That's what right. I think. Yeah. Also, what I see like a lot of interviews with porn stars. Like, tell me about yeah. this content. And I mean, the, the porn star one, I guess, is to hook an audience. Let me know about this content. Who comes up with it? How you guys go about it? How do you arrive on these themes? Okay. Um, well, it's it's a, it's a little bit of a long story, but basically we had access to, um, for several years, we still do, um, Exotica in Edison, New Jersey, which is a porn convention that uh -huh. goes down there every year. And um, for many different reasons, Bo always had a booth down there. So we got the idea several years ago to start this idea, Comedians Talk to Porn Stars, where we just figured the two could go, you know, pretty much hand in hand. You know, so, um, and uh, we would go around um, just asking comedy questions. And then, um, you know, that was basically the content we would get for that from the conventions. And then when COVID happened, oh, and shout out to uh, Clint Esposito, because he was in the, the first two years we were doing it at uh, the convention. Clint was the one who was going around asking all the questions, and he did a great job. Yeah. Um, what you call it? Uh, and then when the pandemic happened, we were basically able to reach out to uh, several different uh, managers and uh, PR people for who represent different porn stars, and we were able to show our clout, like with the interviews that we did at Edison, in Edison, and uh, we were able to come up. We were able to 
get um, we we did a lot of Zoom interviews uh, during the pandemic uh, with you know the, as famous porn stars as we can, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it was a fun process. It's a fun process, you know. Uh, just come up with a script. We have like set questions we always ask, but you know we also try to do as much background research on the people as we can. Find out weird things that some of these girls have been involved with outside of porn, uh, which is fun. A lot of them do, you know. You know, there was one girl, Jillian Jansen, who was in a bunch of B horror movies, and I've seen clips. Yeah. She's great, and uh, stuff like that. You know, we come up with gags and stuff to, uh, you know, just make the interview fun, lighthearted. You know, and uh, yeah, it's a great time. Well, it's good content because you know, one, it's funny, and two, it's like titillating. You know, it's like porn <laughs> star. She's talking dirty. It's good. It's a yeah. good. So- but most of the most of the titillate most of the titillation though uh comes from me and me alone nobody else uh, <laughs> it's all me i'm the one carrying the titillation in the uh-huh. episode. well as Never a viewer forget. i i'm with you i mean uh, <laughs> okay so blazo Co- comedy and arts network how can people find that on the internet uh you just have to go to uh blazo uh comedy.com uh-huh. uh hold on one second actually wait wait Blazo.com. Uh, just Blazo.com. Okay, gotcha. I keep I confuse that all the time, but it's Blazo.com. <laughs> okay, so now you would probably love our podcast because I know you're a super, super movie buff. And that's all we do is watch full-length movies that are pretty bad movies on YouTube. Um so I'm I'm glad you're on because it's gonna give you a chance to really check it out. And the other thing is, there's a Star Trek connection every single episode. I always find some way an actor was in the original series or a, mm-hmm. a producer produced Next Generation. And I know you're a big Star Trek fan, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've uh, been a Star Trek fan ever since. My father uh, grew up watching the original series. And then, um, you know, Star Trek was always on on some television in my house growing up. Like, it was just, it was always an episode of Star yeah. Trek playing. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I just, you know, uh, big fan. My favorite series was, uh, is Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I don't know if that's a, <laughs> that's not, it's like, it seems like the black sheep of the, uh, of the Star Trek franchise, but that's definitely my favorite, but, uh, I think but yeah. Voyager's the black sheep. I think, uh, people were into Next Generation, and then when Deep Space Nine came along, they were on board, but then... They were the Star Trek people are like, well, we got to come up, we got to give them something new, we got to spin this, and they did Voyager, and everyone said, eh, okay, maybe it's enough now. Yeah, well, you well, you know what it was? I think Voyager's biggest problem was, and I don't mean to get too into the weeds here, but uh, Voyager's biggest problem was uh, it was like the flagship show for uh, UPN Nine, which was owned by Paramount. Uh huh. So, and it was like a new channel when that came out, and uh, I just don't think. It just had the same kind of clout as uh, Next Gen and Deep Space Nine did, because as far as I remember, they were they they ran on uh, CBS, I think, right? I forget which one it was. One of the um, major one of the major networks, you know. So that right. was easy for them. Yeah, yeah and that's certainly m- more prestigious. Um, now you and I uh, bump into each other doing comedy all the time. We saw each other last mm-hmm. night at Rhino. Uh, we. Yep. Um, 
you know, and these, you'd had a good set there. Now, how can people find you, Chris Park, out there in social media, on the internet, Instagrams and snap tweets and all that? How can people get in touch with you? Uh, just, it's really simple. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, my handle's the same, which I know is shocking for a lot of us to hear that because a lot of people seem to have different names all over the goddamn place. But, uh, that it's uh, at Chris Park Comedy. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then you can go to the Blazo Comedy Network on YouTube to uh, see, you know, the porn interviews and all the different sketches and stuff we work on. Last thing before we do this countdown, um, I think it's neat that there's a park in Manhattan named Christopher Park. Have you ever <laughs> been there? It's downtown. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I've had se- I've I've been there, um, and I've had several friends who wound up there, took a picture next to the sign, tagged me <laughs> in the sign. It just happens to happen quite a few times in my life. But yes, yes, I've Excellent. been there. <laughs> okay, now everybody at home is poised to watch this film at the same time as we do. We're all going to press play. Everyone at home, us in the studio here, we're going to press play at the same exact time. So, all right, Chris Park, why don't you go for it? Count us down. Give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Sounds good. All right, here we go, everybody. Three, two, one, go. You know what I like about this? It's because the director's like, yeah, I'm literally giving you a DVD dub right now. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like DVD. Maybe it's just his name and it's not really the director. Here's no, the- I think it is. Because I was curious that, you know, it was like, why would the director post his own movie? And if he, does he have more movies on his channel? You know what I mean? And, uh, it just seemed like it was just him doing some vlogging, some personal video, uh, uh, some, some video essays, I guess. Nancy oh. Allen. That's right. I Nancy don't believe Allen's the hype. Star. Yes, I like Nancy Allen. I remember that. Ian Stockwell, I remember, and I remember Brad Hall. Yeah. And that's, the movie is called Limit Up. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Oh, we have a special on canned martinis. It's only three Camel cigarette bucks. This is Brad Hall. Now, so this is like, uh, let me guess, Boston. No, this is Chicago. Right. Right. Has those two pointy things. Needs a band. Yeah, I know. That's uh, Chicago. Sears. That it's the um, uh, commodities trading desk is in Chicago. There's the loop. Music by John Tesh. Yes, John Tesh. That? yes, I did. Oh, you know, I always remember. Now, I was uh, right NBA, there NBA. while the bridge was going up, and they made us wait because uh-huh. they were filming Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, yes. How that you, you were part of history. <laughs> what was Rocky like? Hey, did you see me, Bullwinkle? Did you get Bullwinkle's autograph? No, they were doing a special effects thing where they were flinging a car, you know, across the open span of the bridge. Oh, wow. A little exciting. Which four is bad enough, like? So this is about 100 years from 88. I love the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, prime 80s. Yeah, I don't know where else this movie played. This Well, this movie was released, but okay. 
I've got the info here. They they cut it. Okay, it came out in Chicago only one day, November third, uh, eighty nine, and then it went had a video premiere May of nineteen ninety. So it didn't. Uh, the release was really quite limited. This guy directed five films, but let's see here. Uh, in the UK video versions, they they cut like strong language so they can get a PG rating. The theatrical release was uncut, and I suspect this director's cut is that theatrical release. Oh, because they curse on YouTube. You could put up as much cursing and nudity as you want on YouTube. Yeah. And we're all for it. You know. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, we have a petition. If you want it at the end of the show, we can give you information. If on our paper newsletter. Use that kind of language. Yeah. They take it, and you're like, curses! Curses! Nancy Allen. Okay, look how clever she is, Nancy Allen. She puts a ticket. Yep, so she won't get a ticket. You already got me. Now, you, you're a native of Chicago, and am yeah. I right? Born and bred? Yes. Yeah. Like, I that. was born. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, can you just park right outside the commodities building and put it like a parking ticket on your windshield and be able to get in? Yeah. If it's a movie, you can pull right the hell up, <laughs> especially like an airport. Uh, and that's the way it was in Chicago. Oh, look, Ray Charles. Ray, Ray Charles. Charles. And he's you know, there is the a, uh, a, a trope. There's, yeah, just, you know, man, it's like. He's doing 80s, Chicago, 80s, 80s, 80s. Now, see, it says <laughs> Feed the Hungry. That's like a foreshadowing of our plot. Oh, right. Oh, really? Not a second in the wasted. A chunder oh, has knocked no. over a, a runner. Oh, look, that's Ron Howard's father. Really? Wow, we got it. It's full of it. Hey, no ladies on the mosh pit. Before she <laughs> fell down. Hey, who brought their chick to the mosh pit? <laughs> That's when you step out of the script. <laughs> That's when you're like, yeah. So now we bumped into and met our love interest. Oh, all right. Well, Brad Hall. Yeah. Who we've seen in another movie, we Troll did. 1. Yes, Which one? Troll, one. Troll. We Troll. saw that together. I don't think. Yeah, so. we saw it. It was, a, it was a San Francisco movie, and the uh, Brad Hall and Julia Louise Dreyfus moves into a San Francisco apartment that is possessed by a troll, and there's like a fantasy uh, wonderland, like uh, inside their apartment, like a, a forest, and there's like a naked Julia Roberts, <laughs> Louise Dreyfus. Did I say Roberts? Julia Roberts? Yeah. Isn't naked Julia Roberts in my mind? Okay. Doctor. So, so listen, Doctor. I was going to bring yes. up 1986 Troll, but I don't think I was your co-host that day. Not sure. Oh, well. All right. Well, we'll have to watch it again then. All right. Now, are you kidding? Don't sure. troll me. Don't troll me. Oh, I won't troll. And, you know, it's Troll 1. It's called Troll. It right. came out as Troll, but everyone knows the sequel, which is uh, has a documentary called "The World's Worst Movie," uh, the worst movie ever. Yeah. Troll Two. 
which was on HBO Max, but I think it's uh, it's on YouTube, I believe, now. It's just recently got on YouTube. Well, two is the worst movie ever made. And there's even a documentary called The Worst Movie Ever. And they talk about how it got produced and what happened with it. That's cool. Yeah. I think I'll have that to see nothing it. To do with it has no Brad Hall in it. That's what I'm trying to get around. Brad Hall makes any movie better. You know, what? him and Julia Louis-Dreyfus were married uh, when they were in SNL together, and they were married during this movie, and they were married during Troll, and they were married when she was doing, when he was producing sitcoms and she was working, uh, uh, you know, starring in them or what have you. They work together, man. They, you know, it's a, it's a movie couple. Brooklyn Bridge? Uh, I don't know. I never saw Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, so let me just read it. Halt was producer, writer, and director. That's a lot. On the Golden Globe sitcom, Brooklyn Bridge. So he didn't win the Golden Globe, but the, the show did. He re- Oh, he did a, a nomination. He received a Primetime Emmy Award nomination. So. Yeah, he's doing behind the scenes. Power player. Okay, Power so couple. now... Nancy Allen, should we call her by her film name, Casey Falls? Casey is well, going know, to the I was, What? I always remember Henry, Henry Allen. Uh, I got to ask you, don't please hype her. Like, so Nancy Allen, I got to ask you. Uh, Public Enemy? I, I don't know that song. I love Public Enemy. Yeah, well, there's a lyric where they, they call out a, uh, I think it was right for Villa Choice at the time, but it was like a, uh, a journalist uh, and Mary uh, Allen, they film lots of there's a song. Uh, I followed this blog, uh, but you know, he has the same last name as Nancy Allen. So when I hear Nancy oh. Allen, I think Nancy Allen, you know, get asked. <laughs> All right, what else is it? It's the anatomy yeah. of the joke. No, he, he, she's like, I'm really good and I need more responsibility and I don't just want to be a runner for the rest of my life. And Dean Stockwell's like, you don't got what it takes, kid. You ain't got the shock in you. You're just a runner. All the runners want to be traders. So he says, okay, I'll tell you what. You go pick up my cards for tomorrow, like the, the his instructions. And he goes, maybe we'll talk about other responsibilities. And then Miss Sexy walks up, who's also a runner, and he walks off with him. So Casey's like, you know, she gets a little... She could do a, a choice. Oh, wow, look at her. Yeah, she's also She just spilled a bull. She stabbed a bull like 10, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Casey's so bare, but here comes the bull. You know, I do remember being on the flight and going, check out that Dean Stockwell suit. Look at that, even in silhouette. Look, she got another parking work. ticket. She got a parking ticket. Oh, what a oh, Make day. a fade. Carl. I'm going to make a, oh, that back, uh, what a day. Really? That's what, that's what you now say. Really? Who can turn oh. the world on with her smile? Oh, what a day. What a day. Hey, it's Chicago. Yeah. Or is it WKRP? No, Chicago. And it's Erie. Well, I mean, it was Lake Erie. Oh, it's not, is it? Wait, which lake is Chicago? Lake Erie, right? Lake Erie? Tough thing, Lake Erie. You don't hear. Stop saying banana. If you didn't say Lake Erie, <laughs> and I didn't say Lake Erie, who said banana? Okay, look, we are now Jump. leading Nike. 
We're not doing Nike? Wait, what's going on? She's just zip zapping the car. She made How do you phrase it? She did the whammy. Yeah, the whammy jam. Whammy jammy. <laughs> oh, look, she's a convertible. She rolled up a minute. So she's pulled over. She's got car trouble. Well, because before or after the car got uh, zapped? Uh, this is Nike, and she zapped the car to make her have car trouble. Oh, her name is Nike. That's cool. Like the goddess. I thought you were doing pointing out product placement that was rampant in this movie. <laughs> like, is this movie sponsored by Apple computers or? Uh... Oh, look at the obvious ad for flaming trash can. <laughs> Obviously placed right in front of the camera, so we'll see it over. Licking the flames. Oh, I wish I had one of those trash cans. Uh, like uh, my father used to have one. You just take your garbage, just throw it in there. Poof! It is incinerated. Well, it's good because you can sit around it. You don't even have to say a word. Sometimes I gotta rub my hands around it. Yeah. yeah. You just find like an alleyway. The best thing is to find a garbage can. Make sure it's metal, and that uh, you could have a fire in there for hours. Nonchalantly right. in the background. Now you gotta you be careful because to it. sometimes. It can be a gas drum, which is fine if it's like four months old, empty. But if it was filled last night, I mean, you got to be careful. You don't want to blow up. <laughs> the residual gas. Oh, yeah. I'm serious. The fume. It makes a big. Okay, so we're not really understanding yet what Nike's doing, except introducing herself as I'm some weird thing that's going to be in your life. She's not up getting it yet. She's like, am I going to get mugged? I'm innocent. Well, it's you, girl, and you should know it. With each passing movement, you show it. Do you remember Mary Child? Is that the theme song? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Is she, that was in Chicago, right? Or am I hanging around? Uh, I don't what? remember where it was. Look, Lost Souls Incorporated. Lost Souls. So I can I call out the elephant in the room that I find this movie really kind of racist, or at least it plays it checks off a lot of you know lists uh, of tropes. Uh, like there's a black man playing the saxophone in the street. There's a magical uh, black woman who has magic powers who's going to help out the the white woman in need. Uh, it's just uh, th these are things that we notice nowadays. How about that, Carl? <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. She got like a tip from Nike that like about a about a commodity. Look, cop, there she is on the floor. You do work here. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, she she's coming back. Listen, I have to tell yeah. you that on uh, okay, Nike's real name is Danita Vance, and she could have been huge, but unfortunately she passed away. But she was at on That's Saturday right. Night Live at that weird time when Robert Downey Jr. was there. Um, she was really good. She had a sitcom. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, I think it was on the CW or maybe UPN. Well, yeah. not, it's, 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 it's germane to what you were just talking about, right? He repeatedly was frustrated with Saturday Night Live for giving her, like, stereotypes of, you know, like, he's a young black woman. So they were giving her all these, you called it tropes. Uh, that was a big complaint she had about her time there. <clears throat> yeah, like, ooh, magic dust. 
Yeah. Think, I think look, you can see Brad Hall in the background too. They're really using like, hey, Brad, stop hanging around. Come back there. Then you're on the floor. Yeah, if you're in this film, you're going to be in this film. How many days do you think the production took until they realized they didn't hire Clint? Uh, the Clint Howard didn't show up, and instead of the dad. <laughs> Damn it, I thought we, we said it says Clint Howard on the call sheet. Yeah, he's not here, huh? So, this wait. me, I guess. How come you're not saying Ron Howard? Who's Clint Howard? He's it, an actor. It is, don't they have a the brother, oh, right? Yeah. The guy from right. our Star Trek connection? He looks so much more like his father, right? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like Rod. I guess he does look like Rod. How funny is that? It's, just, it's funny because we've seen both of them for like decades, or at least there's decades worth of film. He, he's the grandfather then of Bryce Bryce Howard. Bryce Howard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On the floor. So, is this the same story as like trading places? Didn't trading places was on the commodity floor? Oh, Oakland. That's the only similarity. They fixed it. So they're they're selling like soybeans and uh, yeah, futures on yeah. Uh, commodities. Yeah, I mean it's also like precious metals and stuff. But you got it. It's it's you yeah. know okay so. A big point of this movie is they trade soybeans. That's what we're looking at, soybeans. And the reason is it, there's more like energy in one grain of soybean. I mean, it could feed the world uh, soybeans. It's a really, um, yeah. Now, look, she put the whammy jammy and she's now yeah. convinced uh, Casey that something real is going on here. She kind of does know what she's talking about. The time? 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, I miss those computers, Carl. Uh-oh, something whammy jamming the computer. Yeah, that's right. This is... Now loading. This is Nike putting the whammy jammy on her computer. Yeah, of course it's Nike. Just said it. Whoa, you see that? It almost cascaded down. So... And turned into different text. She's going to give Casey another tip. And she's going to insist that she go tell her boss. Oh, hang on. She still has got love acting. I love when they have actresses like uh, acting against the computer screen. Or guys, you know what? It's just like easy on the eyes. Like you get to see your idol just like, you know, clicking, clacking away. I should have rephrased that. Oh, well. <laughs> this is a lot. I think it's great. Like when they have a computer movie where they're like tapping on the computer. Yeah. Like you get to zone out. Right? I mean, that's it. Boom. <laughs> Reason why you went? Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna keep digging the hole. So so far, I just think through the computer, right? And you say, okay. So she convinced him. Go tell your boss about this tip. So now we're gonna have an embarrassment. Yeah, that's the other runner. Yeah. Saw. I remember this scene. You know, it's funny. I remember him having a beer and holding that bowl more, I guess, than her. But it's probably the reason why I remember this scene. Yeah. Oh, I got to go see the doctor. Now we, now we I'm should get a record scratch because he, she walks in <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, can I help you?" She, he, she doesn't give him the tip. She just makes her awkward exit. Right. 
This is our yeah. third film with Dean Stockwell. Okay, so Wolf of uh, Washington, Werewolf of Washington is probably the best movie we've ever seen, right? I like think, one of the best ones. Yeah, I think that was a really fun episode. And it's royalty free or whatever. It's public domain. Is that how you call it? Public domain. Yeah, that's how we call it. So we could actually do a real episode, Carl. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, actually, I think that's the episode where I fell asleep, but I was still talking. That's like, I was so tired. That's cool. Yeah, I was saying, no, maybe it wasn't, but I, was, I started, yeah, like uh, one of the episodes, I, I fell asleep talking to you, but I kept talking and I kind of got snapped too in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> that's, that's the quality of show we have for you. Yeah, and when you're, I like really it when you're cool. fully wide awake. That's when the mumbles really come out. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a nonstop mumble fest. <laughs> Imagine you like hosting the Oscars. <laughs> okay, uh, the, 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 uh, the next uh, the cue card guy is going too fast. Okay, this scene is all about. Okay, I'm really the devil, and I'm going to prove it to you by doing not metaphysical things, like impossible things, like make you float and crap like that. And she's being frustrated. Right. Why do they always want proof? I don't know about a so sitcom. Like the doc. <clears throat> yeah, it was like, you know how there was like a CW and the UPN? It was a show on there. I, I believe she had it. Was it called Venetia? Uh, uh, what was it? It was her first name, but I'm trying to think of what network it was on. Okay, well, she was on one episode of Miami Vice, and she was on a television movie called Sisters, and she was on... 18 episodes of Saturday Night Live. That's all I've got on her. She died okay. uh, in 94. She had breast cancer. And uh, I really think she could have gone on to, who knows, who knows what movie she would have been in. And, you know, if we'd know her name, she'd be, you know, another Whoopi Goldberg or something. I mean, she's a comedian and she's got her shots. Right. She, she told her family to host her services, her funeral services, in an amusement park. Is uh, that interesting? All right. She was part of Second City. Cool. You know, that's how she got on the Saturday Night Live. That seems to always be the way. Chicago's Second City. Huh. Yeah, no, I, I remember her Saturday Night Live. I remember her from other stuff. Uh... Now she's fallen into a dumpster. She believes that it's the devil. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Weird pixelation. Oh, sequence. Here's the limbo lounge, huh? Like yeah. purgatory? Wait, like purgatory. There's Ray oh, Charles like, on the stage. You know, and there's like a brick wall in front of him. The guy can't get a break. He's performing outside for a brick wall building. <laughs> and then he finally gets a club and there's a fucking brick wall behind him. <laughs> well, we'll see Sally, Sally Ketherman, Kellerman on the same stage later in this movie with the brick wall. Oh, well, great. Well, Sally Kellerman, of course, from one of our favorite, one of my favorite movies, Meatball 3. I can't yeah. vouch for Carl on that. It's fun, Meatball 3. Oh, remember, yeah, um, who did we see in the pinball movie and the Burt Reynolds movie? That guy. Um, remember, I was like, he was in a doorman, oh, yeah. and we, we missed it. 
It was the one where she was in yeah. heaven. He was the guy at the pearly gates. Gotcha. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah, he was holding court. Holding court. You must be oh. thinking of Munchies, uh, that Munchies movie with Elvis and... Uh, oh, right. Oh, right. Well, there's like a, Mary, yeah, there's like all these... Uh, what? That was the We're talking about other movies. Now this this movie looks pretty solid. Do you think like right now this is probably the crux of the film, right? Well, right now we're keep... learning that the deal is she will get her to become a big time trader, uh, and you know for her soul. That's the deal. Cool. Want to hear her talk for her soul? Deal? Yeah. Your soul. She's taking out a futures contract on her soul. <laughs> yeah, but her name is Nike. What's now? She's the devil. Devil. No, she's not. The, like she's not the big devil. She's a demon, you know. But she has all, all right. you know, metaphysical power. All the spiritual, you know, controlling the physical oh. world. She can. She's a physics machine. I'm a, de I'm a demon. My name is uh, Thor. Thor. Oh, that's for.